Here we go, turn it up now. You know it's about that time. Got lit times, good vibes for your drive. Release the stress, feeling your best. If you're ready to party, say yes. Carrie and Tommy about to go off. If you're seeking a bit of fun for the next half an hour or so, Carrie and Tommy have you covered. New Zealand is the ultimate destination if you seek an epic winter holiday. From skiing to stargazing, heli hiking to thermal hot pools, New Zealand's got it all. Exhilaration, relaxation and more. Plan your trip at NewZealand.com. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. This is Carrie and Tommy. Welcome to it for your Wednesday afternoon. How are we, guys? Happy International Women's Day. <laughs> Happy International Women's Day, Did you get the cupcakes? Yeah, I did. That's what made me laugh. Yeah. What should we give the chicks a pay rise? Nah, give them a cupcake. <laughs> Just How give many them a cupcake and hope they hey, stop talking about that fight for equality. <laughs> Stick this in their gobs. How many workplaces do you think are eating cupcakes? Well, I reckon more, it would be the majority. They would have all had brunches and the women would have had to bring all the food. I know, boy. boy. <laughs> Poor Pam out in the camp was up all night making these cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, is this? They're tiny too. What's that? Oh, yes, because we can't have a full cupcake. Oh, no. We might get fat and we're not allowed to get fat. No, What's no. the symbol on what, the top? What is the symbol, Carrie? Do you know? Is that our International Women's Day it symbol? It is the what's International it, Women's Day what's symbol. What's it mean? <laughs> I don't know. No, because it's like a circle, an arrow going round. It's all working to us all working together. <laughs> it looks awfully like a recycling symbol, doesn't it? <laughs> we have um I was gonna say some fun facts coming throughout the show about International Women's Day. Yeah. They're less fun and more depressing, but they will make you stop. Oh, stick and around think, for those. You know, they're just little things that you'll go, Oh my god, really? I've okay. got that for you coming up. Great. Speaking of stopping and thinking. Yeah. I've I've stopped seeing a medical professional. Um and I want to talk Are you to you. Are you Dr. Googling? Next. No, I've just abandoned the whole field. <laughs> Talk about it next. Carrie and Tommy. Jay Sean and Lil Wayne. That is down for you Wednesday, Arvo. It's Carrie and Tommy. Yes, it is. Um, so what doctor have you given the heave-ho to? I've stopped seeing my um, my psych because... <laughs> You're sorted? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Everybody just right. Okay. It's starting to get hurtful. This amount of laughing. It's fun to have like a joke. Yeah. You talk to your psych about it. Definitely not going back. I'm booking. I'm booking. This is bullying now. Oh, well, another song? (laughs) Why have you stopped (laughs) going to Someone get me a kebab and a vape. (laughs) I I just got to the point where I felt bad for her because she wasn't getting much progress. So hold on. Do we ask? Can we ask? No. What? Hmm? You don't know what I was going to ask. Okay, why are you shaking You don't have to answer, mm. but to understand why you're not going anymore, do we ask why you were going in the first place? <laughs> no. well, I was shaking my head, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling the story. You're, just, yeah, tell me I'm what questions I can you. ask. <laughs> tell the story. And then when I was doing that, you were explaining okay, so the you mime. Were, you were hoping the site could help you with something, and you were saying <laughs> she's not helping you. Yeah, Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. And or I you're realized. just not changing or what's? No, it's just she was just bad and like was giving me all these techniques to help with yeah. aspects because I'm trying to live. We've talked about this on the show. I'm trying to get better at living a normal life. 
like as in I'm easily distracted. I'm easily very excitable. And I often ask you questions and then we talk about it, which we say, what do normal people, what, what do people yes, do? You're, you, it, you couldn't fathom going home and sitting on the couch and watching TV for a night. I, I do. I so boring. I do myself. I, do, I let myself do that one night a year. A year? <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> what year? do you watch? Yeah. Um, no, that was like no, once a week. I try and watch like normal TV. And so I try and experience what is No, like. but most people are watching a series or something. I don't know because I'm not arguing with Pick you. Pick a series yeah. and you might get into it and then you'll find you like doing it. You like cooking. Cook a meal, sit down and mm. watch TV. Is that what she says to do? By the time I finish cooking, we have a few bottles in and then TV is <laughs> just not that exciting. Anyway. Like see, did she say goodbye to you or did you say goodbye to the psych? Nah, she was quite expensive. So I said goodbye to her. Right. I don't think she actually minded that she wasn't making progress, but I just started lying. Like she would, she said it was really important for me to spend time by myself because I don't spend a waking second by myself because I get bored. And she said, you've got to get better at that. So can you please just sit in your own thoughts for a little bit? And then I just started going in and because she was getting nowhere, I would tell her, Hey, I actually spent last night by myself (laughs) and I just, you know. What would you tell her you did? She's like, what did you do? And I'm like, I... (laughs) I said I tried a guided meditation. Um, I read a book. <laughs> meanwhile, I stunk. She's so meanwhile, sees through it and she knows I, she I'd love to spend see her the night also, on her own. So today Tommy started lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> also, I stunk of booze and like I had two hours sleep. And I'm like, I read a good book. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know if this is common because I just felt bad for her because she studied for a long time. And oh so she wants God, to have don't progress. Patronizing. No, but that oh, was bad for because she studied Hold for a on. long time. Yeah, so, this but is... she would think she's a good psychologist. And so I was trying to hammer that home and well done to you. When, and I'm fixed. <laughs> when you cancelled stuff before, you don't actually cancel. You just keep ba- paying and, and don't never keep go. going. That's yeah. so true. Is that what's happened here? No, no. Oh, wow. Well, that's progress. I did not. <laughs> she Maybe she has achieved something. Yeah. You're getting better at saying no. Yeah, actually, I've started, yes. and I'm getting better at saving money because that's money that I'm not spending on her. <laughs> 131060, am I alone in this or do you also lie to your psych to make them feel better? <laughs> People would lie to their doctor all the time, I reckon. Don't broaden it how long, have you had, how long have you had the cyst? Oh, it's just new. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? Just use your words. I just want psych. I said, okay. don't broaden it out. <laughs> I'll talk to you other guys off air if you oh. like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's working on phones. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. do you lie to your psych? I'll also take psychs that feel like they've been lied to. And if yours is listening. <laughs> Don't call. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. Gary and Tommy. Harry Styles. Watermelon sugar for your Wednesday afternoon. It's Carrie and Tommy. And on 131060, do you lie to your psych? Yeah, because I... I um, I was going to a psych and then I figure I've clocked this mental health stuff and I'm fine. <laughs> no, not what happened. I felt bad about not making progress. So I just started lying to her. What an interesting thing. Cause all she mm. wanted you to do was spend a bit more time on your own. Just have mm. some quiet time. We mm. didn't need the world to be constant stimulation. Boring. So you could have just literally watched some TV and then you didn't have to lie to her. Yeah. Like it's not a bad thing like she was saying, making you do. Yeah. But that's like saying to anyone who has any issue, oh, you could just stop it. No, but you didn't have to like drink some weird potion. You just had to watch TV. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like stop drinking, Tommy. I imagine if she told you to do that. Oh, that was, <laughs> oh, that was part. Yeah, okay. <laughs> again, these I are these questions I want you to ask. <laughs>
<laughs> G'day, Essie. Oh, hello, guys. Yeah, how are you? Happy International Women's Day to all of you. Oh, oh you happy too, International. Yes. Did you get a cupcake, Essie? <laughs> oh, we did. We did. We had that. So, yes. And was it one of the women in the office who had to make all the cupcakes? Oh, it actually it was, yes. It was one of the... Uh, <laughs> Because I work at a school, so it was the, the uh, uh, food tech uh, teacher. Yeah. 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 Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Who were you lying to? So it's a bit of a different story. So I used to go and see a doctor back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a, she was a bit of both. She was GP and psychologist. So sometimes uh, when I went and I was talking to her, she would literally start searching up and Googling my symptoms to tell me uh, what, uh, what I had. So instead of knowing what I, what I, what I was going through. Yeah. <laughs> when did the psychologist bit pop in? Like, Say it again, sorry? Don't worry. Um, <laughs> did you, but were you lying to this person? I actually started to lie after I found out that uh, she didn't know much about what she was talking about. Mm. So, because every time I was saying something, even she didn't know what migraine was. So she literally started going through the <laughs> symptoms on, the, on Google, saying, "Does this happen to you?" I said, "Yes." And then she would read again, "But like, what about this? Does it happen?" I said, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> I, I just wanted to see if she actually knew what she was talking about. So, what would you say? I would just say, like, oh. I just get really, really dizzy and I feel, I see, when I look around, I see every, everything as two objects and she'd be like, oh yeah, let me, let me, let me see if that's one of the symptoms. She would go on the internet again and give me like a couple of minutes break and come back to me. So <laughs> I thought it was pretty hilarious. Hey, was this person a doctor, Essie, or were you just asking someone around the office? No, it was definitely a doctor. I used to go there, book my appointments and every second week. That's, that's too much, Essie. <laughs> Why are we going every second week? Essie, are you right? Stop judging, Essie. You're not going at all. Because you were what? I wasn't getting any answers from my doctor, so I just wanted to know what's wrong with me. Yeah, of course. That's (laughs) what you want from your doctor. Answers. Yeah. Yeah. Googling answers. (laughs) Yes. Thanks, Thanks. Essie. What about Sarah? Sarah, do you lie to your psych? No, I don't see a psych, but I don't think Tommy should see a psych. Me and you both, Sarah. Yeah, I think that... You should stop hanging out with fake superficial people who tell you to watch TV. <laughs> that was my psych. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Mariah Carey, emotions for your Wednesday afternoon. It's Carrie and Tommy. It's not just any Wednesday. Hold up. On International Women's Day. Because girls is players too. Carrie and Tommy bring you facts and figures. Because girls is players too. Yeah, yeah. Nothing better than when I bring you some facts and figures. We can't find my facts and figures. You're not just top of mind. Um, no, because I want to give you actual facts. Yeah, I've anyway, got some. I'll give you the, the beginning of one. Um, I've been reading up how often men are paid more than women um, when the women are. Why are you looking at me like that? When the women are the lead roles in shows. Mm. So, like in The Crown, mm-hmm. the lead actress, Claire Foy, was played less. Then the prince, Matt Smith, in the show. She is the queen. The whole series yes. is based on her, and she's earned less than the guy next to her. Yes. Yes. Robin Wright, if you've seen House of Cards, she um, stood up she's for her. herself. Yep, she's amazing. It's one of the only shows where her, Kevin Spacey's character and her, her character are pretty much on equal footing in the mm. whole thing. And then she discovered she was earning so much less than him, so she went to the executives and said, you better pay me or I'm going public with this. You better pay me the same as him. And mm. they said, oh, we can't because he's also a producer. And she was like, great, make me a producer too then. 
And she and said, they did. yeah, she said that she was just absolutely shocked though, because she just assumed because her mm. role was of equal footing mm. that she would get, no, no, it happens all the time. So yes. when you're watching TV next time and you assume that the queen, the lead in the entire series would be getting paid more. show about? I think it's some prince or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Um, Bickers, mm. up next, I have something for you because I think um, I'm giving you a, a platform, a little handball to tell one of my favourite stories of yours involving one of the most famous people in the world. That's next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Ed Sheeran and Celestial for your Wednesday, Arvo. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little driving you home. Because a bit of fun news that I thought you would find fun because it reminds me of something that happened to you. Um, you remember Rihanna's halftime Super Bowl show. Amazing. Epic. I- Pregnant. Iconic. Didn't know. Revealed it afterwards. Yeah. What? Well, she looked very pregnant. Well, you, you couldn't assume, though. She rubbed her belly in the yeah, opening shot. You didn't shot. know she was pregnant until after she announced she was pregnant. Until, until you see a baby's head crowning. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot <laughs> say someone's pregnant. But was your first thought not, oh, Rihanna's pregnant? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe people afterwards like, and she's pregnant. I'm like, the most pregnant woman we've just seen dancing. Yes. Um... There was a bunch of senior citizens at the Arcadia Senior Living Facility in Kentucky, mm. and they recreated her um, performance, oh, right? How funny. Yeah, and, that, and they oh. uploaded it. And then, how exciting, when um, they get a bunch of flowers sent to them, guess who it's from? Re-re-sent them flowers. re sent them flowers. How good was that? Have you seen the video? Was it good? It was really good. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't. <laughs> have you seen Riri's video? Yeah, I have. See, that's ageist. Why aren't you watching their video? Because I only watch videos of pregnant people. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Imagine if we open your Instagram and your algorithm is just all this pregnant sister. <laughs> About to pop. <laughs> <laughs> one more on the way. Oh, that's so lovely of her. I wonder if it was her that actually sent it or just one of her. Well, I think it makes me think it was her because um, the wording of it. Said, um, you, you ladies dance was amazing. Love Rock Nation, Rihanna. Great. And Jay-Z also sent them flowers. Oh. Yes. What a day at the retirement yeah. home. <laughs> he said, I'm just a fan of you old birds. Jay-Z, <laughs> weird message. Um, but Bickers, mm. can you tell us about the most famous person who sent you flowers? So I did once open the door, this is a, over a decade ago, to the most enormous bunch of flowers I've ever seen in my I, entire life. I what? thought then for a second you were going on the pregnancy Bit. And remember when you opened, <laughs> opened the door when you were pregnant oh, and moved? Oh, to Ollie's friend. Yes, and then yes, just tried to, different story. decided to distract story him by just want? talking okay. to him. <laughs> he wants the pregnancy one, obviously. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> well, tell me the pregnancy one again later off here. <laughs> no, I opened the door and I could, the flowers were so big I couldn't see the person, right, yes. the delivering them because they were, their face was hidden by this enormous glass bowl with these flowers in yes. it. Anyway, I said, oh, thank you, and I took them off her and she said, open the card, open the card. And I said, um... Oh, uh, yeah, I will. Like, later, weirdo. <laughs> not, you know, you don't open the card with the person. Yes. She goes, please just open the card. And I was like, this is so weird. Oh, and yeah. so I opened the card and there was the most, it was a, like a full-on two-page card worth of love. A two-page card? Like, you know how you get a card? Oh, both sides. It's both yeah, sides. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, better. Yeah. Not yes. two-page cards. <laughs> both sides um, were written in, not just yes. a thank you or a congratulations, like a full note from Oprah. 
Oh. Very good. Yeah. Because for a second. And I'd hosted a thing with her and she'd sent me this and we'd had a lovely chat backstage about life and she sent me this beautiful thing and she talked to me about God looking out for me. And the, But the bit that excited the florist mm. was she kept going, oh, my God, I've just delivered flowers for Oprah. Yes. So then she was like, did Oprah call me? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not in your florist, babe. Yeah. <laughs> but it did make me think. Did Oprah write that out and then somebody call the florist or is Oprah calling the florist and saying what she wants in the card? I mean, I'll tell you that Oprah was calling the florist, but I... It was Do you think they're Oprah's words that were in the card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel yeah. like they were. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think she'd be somebody like How that. How good she's continuing the theme of her show by giving stuff away when she's even not on it. I know. That's going anyway, up and beyond. it blew my mind. Yes. And I kept the bars for about a decade and then Ollie broke it. And I was like, you've broken Oprah's bars! <laughs> <laughs> 131060. Pippa, our producer, um, can you, do you feel like we should have gone your story before Oprah? <laughs> have you received famous flowers from someone? I have. Mm. I, don't, I think they might trump Oprah. Oh, this better not be from <laughs> Carrie. Is this from Carrie? No. Have you ever heard of um, a Perth Channel 9 reporter who was on the TV every night called Andrew Nelson? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yep. It's Is that pretty I've good. received lots of flowers from him. Your. <laughs> Hubby. My husband. <laughs> we should have done your story first. <laughs> Maybe other people have better stories. Oh, they better be better can stories. Can you top Oprah? Yes. Or can you do worse than Pips? <laughs> Let's try and challenge it either way. Give us a call 131060. Who is the most famous person you've got flowers from? Carrie and Tommy. One of Big Moore's faves. <laughs> Eminem without me for you Wednesday, Arvo. It's I'm Karen just a late adopter. Do you reckon people get intimidated by you driving along in the in the uh, Kluger <laughs> with Eminem blasting so loud? <laughs> Do they think someone's stolen this poor mum's car? And then they're like, no, no, that's it. You're trying to find some more. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got the window down, arm out, doing yeah. a little um, rolling oh, with my homies. Let's not forget smoke. <laughs> smoking the jazz cabbage in one hand. <laughs> uh, we are talking about the most famous people that have sent you flowers because Bickers. Riri sent a bunch of flowers to an old folks' home who had reenacted their Super Bowl performance. Mm. And um, what a delight for them. Yeah. They go to front reception. There's flowers from Rihanna there for them. How mind, cool. Mind you, a great note to any people out there that work at old folks' homes just send them a bunch oh my of flowers. God, don't say say that. they're from someone famous. Yeah. They'll believe also, anything. Also, you just send them back the next day. That's good. <laughs> That's good. And they come on and they go, flowers from Rihanna. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yes, I was saying that once I got flowers from Oprah, opened yes. the door to the most enormous, beautiful bunch ever and the most beautiful note after we'd worked mm. together. And it was, it and the was woman made gobsmacking. You. The woman made me open the card and read it in front of her because she was so surprised that she had taken an order from Oprah. Yes, that could have been the creepiest thing ever. Imagine if the w- woman said, open the card in front of me, and then you read the card and it said, from the woman standing next to you. <laughs> <laughs> G'day, Sydney. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good. Sydney, who sent you flowers? Um, we actually sent flowers to Carl Stefanovic. You, you, you do. Not You're me, a, you a florist. florist. I'm a florist. And you sent flowers to Carl Stefanovi. <laughs> On behalf of my boss's dad. <laughs> is, I tell you what, I didn't, think you a story, I didn't think a story could get worse than Pip, but we've hit it. <laughs> um, Sydney, can you explain more to us? Well, he, my boss's dad yep. uh, is a CEO of, of an insurance company, but he does a lot of charity balls. Yep. I was like a thank and, you. Yeah, as a thank you. So Carl Stevanovic always emcees these charity balls. Oh, good That's on him. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And what what happens when Carrie was saying before about, do you think it was Oprah 
on the phone, when celebrities tend to send flowers, do they call up themselves or do they get someone else to do their dirty work? Oh, 100% they get their assistance. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I still think the sentiments from them, or do you yeah. think the assistants are so good at knowing what Oprah would say? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you'd get good at it, I guess. Yes. Yes. Because what did you say? Does God? It was like God, may it was, God be with you. Yes, it was very. Um, yes. Yeah, it was very God heavy. Yes, yes it was is, beautiful. Is was Oprah God lovely. heavy? Um, I don't really know. Mm. It was very spiritual. Because I bet yeah. she's got an assistant that's quite God heavy. <laughs> <laughs> um, who you got, Vickers? Shani. Shani, who's the most famous person you've received flowers from? So I didn't actually receive flowers, but I did receive a phone call from Nolsey himself, Shannon Noel. Oh, what about <laughs> me, Shani? What did he say? Did you know him or was it random? No, so I don't know him personally. My uncle back in the day used to be the helicopter pilot for the Channel 7 chopper and um, they were in the same helicopter together and me and my sister were absolutely obsessed with Jen and Noel. We were probably around nine and ten at the age, and um, we told him that we thought he got rorted and that Guy didn't deserve to win, but there was no <laughs> hard feelings there, and he seemed to really like Guy. So, um, yeah, we were just very besotted and happy that we actually got a phone call. That's great. How cool. Um, what a great guy. Have you, fun. have you caught up with him again? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was at the country club in South Rock that he performed at not too long ago, and that was a little bit of a debacle. So that's the closest I've been to Why? him since the phone call. Why was it a debacle? Remember when there was that firecracker that went off oh. and the band member put his foot on it and stuff like that? Yes. Oh. And was that when, did Nozzy start abusing the audience or am I getting confused? Oh, look, I think there was a bit of a, a kerfuffle. You know what good old Nolsey's like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he'll abuse you, but he'll call you later to apologise. Every single person in the audience. Good on you, Shani. What about you, Kate? Who's the most famous person you've got flowers from? What's up? What's up? Okay. Come on, Carrie. It's International Women's Day. Have a go. Which yeah, means Carrie, I do what I want. Mm. Oh. Okay, so, <laughs> so we've already upset Carrie, and now I'm going to upset her again because I can one up Oprah. Okay, so I give got it to flowers us, Kate. from the Queen. What? <gasps> well, technically, I got my own flowers back off the Queen. But... <laughs> what? 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 I don't understand. Well, she came out to Dubbo when I was like about ten years old, and I was like, you know, a little fat kid running around in my girl guide outfit trying to find flowers for the Queen, and push my way to the barriers and. The old bloke that was collecting them, not Prince, whatever his name was, the other old bloke that gets around with her, yeah. um, he took my flowers and she's like giving him the, no, I can't take any more, and he's handing them back to me. You got your flowers that you were giving to the Queen, giving the queen giving back, back to you. From How does that trump Oprah called... giving me flowers, Kate? Well, because I was closer what. to the Queen. Kate, I'll tell you what. Carrie and Tommy. Yes, that is where you're at for your Wednesday afternoon, which means the time game is coming up very soon. Mm. But before we get to yeah. that. Hold up. On International Women's Day. Because girls is players too. Carrie and Tommy bring you facts and figures. Because girls is players too. Yeah. Just yeah. giving you the cold hard facts uh, on this International Women's Day. And some of these stats are confronting. Seven out of ten employees have a pay gap that favours men. Women on average are paid 26000 less a year. Women are far more likely to be the primary caregivers. So 92% of people who are caring for children with a disability are women. Uh, 70% of people caring for parents are the women. Uh, 52% of people having to care for a partner, it's usually the woman. Uh, and mothers spend more than twice as many hours each week caring for their kids compared to men. That is why days like today 
matter now. Yes. You know how they say behind every great man is an even more awesome woman? Something That's like the that. saying. <laughs> no one check it. We've got a great man who we're about to chat to next, and he told us on this very show that one of the biggest inspirations in his life is his mother. Mm. He was, I'm going to call him the man of 2022, mm. and he's back with a new project. We're going to talk to him next. Great. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. New stuff from Megan Trainer. It's called Major Look. It's Carrie and Tommy for you Wednesday, Arvo. Vic is very excited. We've got not one but two special guests with us. We've got our three-time premiership winning captain of the Richmond Football Club and the man who ran stupidly across Australia and raised a fortune to help our homeless mates doing it tough out there, Trent Cochin and Ned Brockman. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You thought... That maggots on your feet and your socks were bad when you were running. Mm. We just showed you. You requested. We should. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was, it was the first weird thing. he asked. Yeah, as soon as I walked vision. in. Yeah. What did you want to see? Uh, old mate, the Picasso insertion from yesterday. <laughs> That's right. Our man who painted with his tackle. Mm. Yeah. Yes, there was a very extraordinary bit at the end that we weren't prepared for, where he said, "I'll because just sign <laughs> it with a paintbrush," and where he put that paintbrush was a lot. And yeah. it was a lot for you guys to see then. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Genuinely yeah. confronting. Genuinely yeah. confronting, yes. I'm sure I'll ever recover, to be honest. <laughs> Could so be part was... of the next fundraiser. <laughs> Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> Can you do that all the way across Australia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll leave that one to my team. <laughs> hey, boys, uh, you're here to talk uh, both posse socks and posse schools. Um, Koch, can you tell us, firstly, for people who don't know, what are they? Yeah, so uh, Posse Socks uh, is an idea that um, came on the back of probably my most challenging times in my life. And effectively, where the idea of socks and quotes on socks came from was that it's one of the first things you do of a morning. Um, and why not have something that's going to help you in starting the day on the right foot, pardon the pun. Um, so yeah, that, that was effectively where the, the idea, and, and it was just a really simple way that I felt as though the journey that I'd been on from a personal point of view um, could instill some of you know, the lessons and, and the triggers that mm. I'd created in my life, uh, to the general population. And, you know, some of the stories we've heard and, and, um, you know, even getting my son dressed of a morning, who's three years old, uh, putting the socks on and on his socks, um, it just has a message on the bottom saying, just remember that I'll always love you. And he, and he knows that, uh, on one foot, it says laugh. And on the other side, uh, it says happy and dream. Gosh, that's lovely. But can he read? Um, no, but he, now, because we've done it so many times, oh, yeah, he automatically tell, tell does it. And, yeah. and it's kind of something yeah. that, you know, you've, you've created oh. something and it's really special to have that moment every morning and building that connection. And I suppose from there, the extension of Posse schools and, and the reason we're really excited to be here today outside of the Posse sock stuff is, um, how, how I've got three kids and I've been very blessed with uh, healthy young children, but I really want to be a part of helping them create habits that are going to hold them in really good stead in life. Um, so we've developed a 21 day Kickstarter program, um, that include the posse socks as part of the messaging and, and, and getting to wear them to school, but also, you know, backed by some wellbeing experts, uh, they've built some curriculum around, um, the PERMA, uh, methodology, um, which is Martin Sligman, I think his name is. I don't need the name. <laughs> well, I'm not going to know it. Like but it's all like... about, um, positive wellbeing and, and creating habits that are going to help them live a more positive life. And, you know, clearly with, um, Kids and society today, mental health is a really big challenge uh, and we want to give them some of the skills and tools that get them in a really good place. For people that don't know about some of the tough stuff you've been through, can you tell us a little bit about that? And would that positive affirmation have been helpful 
for you before that point in your life? Or is that one of the things that did help you um, come out of that period? I think, uh, you know, probably my lowest point was 2016. Um, I was captain of the footy club. Uh, we went from playing finals to 13th. Uh, and it felt like the whole world was against me. I'm one of those people that didn't want to share any of the burden, bottled it all up, didn't really share uh, any of my problems. Um, but by going on that journey and really rediscovering who I was and, and what lit me up as a person um, really helped that. And, and part of that was journaling. But I know that journaling is really hard for people to do every morning. So I wanted to create something that mm, was really simple and almost there yeah. and as part of your day already so that it was an easy trigger that became part of that habitual and routine. And, you know, our motto is winning the morning and winning the day. You would have had some moments when you're in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the country, Ned, <laughs> while you were thinking, what have I done? And your body was starting to fall apart where... um. You probably needed some of the messaging that was on the socks. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think the socks would have helped. But, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, deposits, in that scenario. Deposit socks, do they stop maggots? <laughs> uh, no, we're working on uh, working on a that. Maggot proof. <laughs> it's a gum boot. <laughs> I mean, yes, the socks. Uh, yeah, obviously, Koch and I, um, Koch was a sponsor of the run, and that's how we kind of got connected. And I was just um, very excited about the opportunity that, you know, getting into the schools. Uh, it was, yeah, just such an awesome opportunity to, to be a part of. Well, you noticed when we were often crossing to you that you always um, wanted to be quite positive. And we would often, when we talked to you, we knew there was some tough stuff going on for you at the time, mm-hmm. but you lent into the positive, not lent into the negative. Mm-hmm. Was that a mental thing you, you didn't want to even allow the negative to enter or you just didn't want to say it out loud in case it was affirming? Like why? Definitely. Like I think, yeah, I remember a phone call we were on, I literally pulled up, I was like 70K into a run and I was on the phone to you guys for like six minutes. Because I remember it. It was a very crucial six minutes that I wanted to keep running. Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> and it was, he was only 70K into the run, guys. Hey, trying to help you raise money, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. But I do. I remember that very, like, vividly. And it was exactly that. Like, every time someone goes, how are you? How are you feeling? It was just never been better. Never been better. Even though, like, everything was going wrong. Yeah. But the power of positive self-talk and the power of, like, just focus on the positives means, you know, there is, there's so many other people in worse scenarios than I am. I'm intentionally putting myself here, um, you know, find the light in it. And so, yeah, that was exactly what I was doing was just like, let's just preach positivity and get this going. And yeah, it'll, we'll, we'll get through it. If you, um, if you guys want to find out more about, um, Posi schools or Posi socks, you can go to posyschools.com.au. Boys, we've got so much more to chat to you about. Can you stick around? Absolutely. Carrie and Tommy. Across Australia for your Wednesday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Three-time premiership captain. Uh, Trent Cochin is here as well as the man who ran across Australia, Ned Brockman. Boys, we have been talking, um, we've been talking posy socks and posy schools, but I'm also interested, when you two look at each other, do you admire each other's athletic capability or is it like, is there a cross kind of admiration? Like Trent, do you think Ned's nuts? Yeah, I think he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny, we were having a conversation before. He's like, you know, like what's a preseason week look as compared to uh, an in-season week? And I was like, oh, look, our biggest week was probably around 40 to 50K across the whole week. Yeah. And you do double that and back it up the next day for 46 days. Um, when he was doing it, I was just like, I actually can't fathom what he's putting his body through. Now, different sport and running, but smacking your legs on the pavement in the middle of nowhere on your own is just, to me, a recipe for disaster. But uh, (laughs) the great man is sitting here. It's a uh, recipe for excitement. (laughs) What's the next, like, are you somebody that needs the new challenge? Like, what's the next challenge for you? Yeah, absolutely. I think I was just saying to Tommy, it's something like, 
I'm happy to, you know, burn out fast, get a, you know, if I get to 60 and I've done all the things I want to do, then I'm happy to go then. It's like, I want to be able to, you know, live a life. I go, geez, I'm proud of that. And I think, you know, now I'm six months out of the post run. I just, yeah, you got itchy feet. I'm absolutely. So stinging. do you know, do you have an idea of what the next thing's going to be? I absolutely do. And have you announced, can you announce it here? No. <laughs> he's he's playing round one next week, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Tigers. Take out football <laughs> and golf. No, I, um. Yeah, no, when I when I am telling everyone, you'll be first to know you too. You better pull over on the yeah. side of the road and give us six minutes. Of time. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you'll have that. I don't know if you'll have that on the next one, but I'll see. And does it terrify you? Excite you? Without telling us what it is, how do you feel um, about it? It gets me just like can't sleep at night. The thought of it. And yeah. is it more insane than what you did last time? Or um, different. It's not as long uh, in terms of time. Yep. Uh, but it is. Yeah, it'll be. It's again, it's not about me trying to one up anything. It's more yeah. about because I want to and the feeling I got like that running into Bondi, yes. going through what I went through, um, was just the most out of body experience, something I don't reckon I'll ever be able to, um, describe. So yeah, if I can get that 10 more times in my life, I'll be, I'll be pretty tough. I'm trying to even picture what's crazy. I'm like running on the moon. Like what's, what's that? Where, where do you <laughs> go? Yeah. Hey, there's always a thing with, uh, endurance athletes. We're not always probably unfair, but it's very common for anyone who knows who's hung out with them uh, enough. They're often, um, have an addictive personality that they have at some point in their life had, had troubles and then they've found these endurance. They've had vices in other areas. Um, have you ever had your thing stray from being just a wholly positive thing? Your, your addictiveness? No, I, um, I honestly was brought up with a very, um, loving family, a father who just, um, pushed himself to his limits in terms of working. So we had a future, a good future and a mother that just said, you do whatever you want to do, but do it con- with conviction. Don't half ass things and run son, yeah, run. run. And I, to be honest, hated running. I never, but I, I'm not running away from anything. I'm not hiding. I'm not trying to fuel another addiction. It's just that I found it and went, Oh my God, there is this like, it's the one thing majority of people can go and do is go run. And it's just this thing. I just felt Every time I got further and further and further, I was like, where does this end? And this growth mindset and this excitement behind it was just like, it's something I can't explain. Yeah. Mm. Do you want to give your mum an extra shout out? Because it is International Women's Day. And I was saying when we were introing you yes. that I remember you telling us how she was your number one supporter along your entire journey. Yeah, she's an angel. She, um, I was, you know, she got, she came along for 47 days on a run where, you know, watching your son bury himself, like, you know, knowing that he's probably going to either leave in a body bag or get to Bondi. And that's a daunting task for a mother to be like watching her son walk in into the motor home, just wincing in pain and crying and screaming and yelling. And for her to be able to sit through that and get to Bondi and, and embrace and enjoy what we've just achieved together was something, yeah, I'll, I'll cherish forever. Um, but yeah, mum, yeah, I'm very, very grateful for my relationship with my mother. She's an awesome So woman. you mentioned before that the next thing you're going to do is going to take less time. Mm. Speaking of time, I think – you would be a big fan of the time game that we play. Uh, we gave away $30,000 a couple of weeks ago by accident. I meant to give away ten, but I upped yeah. it to thirty. <laughs> Carrie anyway, thought it, it wouldn't off. go off. <laughs> um, and it did. Um, we're about to play it up next, but I'd just love to play it with you just to get your sense of time. Do I get to win 30 grand? Or? Uh, no, I think <laughs> it's, I think it's up like you did it the other week. Bucks, you did okay. it the other week. Why don't you just put it on the line? <laughs> yeah, go again. Go again. Go on. Oh, it'll I go to, it'll go to, cha- yeah, I'll, let's go. go to charity. Yeah, I'll go to charity. Yeah, yeah. straight to homelessness. You won't carry. You won't carry. You won't. Okay. Yep, 30 grand on the line. Here we go. The charity of Ned can get the time game. Take time. 
It's the best competition in radio. This is the best competition you've ever had. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the time game started in 2020. And it's back for 2023. And in that time, the list of celebrities that have endorsed the time game keeps getting bigger and bigger. Just listen to this 100% real, definitely verified list of celebrity endorsements. What's up? This is Amy Shark. How do you feel about the, <laughs> this is the time game now? <laughs> yeah, it sucks. It's a dumb game. i gotta, I got to go. Thank you for your celebrity endorsement of the time game. Thank you very much. I hate it. All right. See you guys. <laughs> Today, the jackpot is up to... $30,000 again. <laughs> I can't. I don't because I'm in a giving... Because I'm in a giving spirit as well, oh um, I'm going to make sure both of you get a go. Um, no, 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 So no, it's no, very no. easy. No, no, um, no. <laughs> Jesse is going to say start. Um, Trent, we'll start with you. Okay. Jesse, please press the button all early or late. <laughs> say I can't say stop when exactly five seconds is up. And if you get it bang on, $30,000 is going to. Oh, I I I've been practicing this, actually. Yeah. No, okay. I haven't. Are you, <laughs> are you ready to go? I can't. <laughs> start. Stop. Oh. Ooh, felt quick. Yeah. Oh, Thank felt God. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> real quick. Uh, how did it go? 3.65. Oh. Miles away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Was that, that the pressure mind, I was man. putting on your wrist? Yeah, nice practice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you're the first person extra. I've seen count with their mouth. You were too Ned Brockman, are ready. you ready? Yep. Start. Stop. Ooh, oh, that, felt, oh, <laughs> that definitely felt good. So, our, our, so I'm out of a job. This is right on five. Jesse has kicked his chair back. His little ball's gone into the corner. He's a fair Which means it's got to be close. <laughs> no, it's just no five way. Five. Oh, oh. Very close, though. What do you think of the time game, Ned Brockman? I think it's a great game. Drink coaching. I mean, it would be better if I hit bang on five. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they all I'm say. Point, point one eight away. It's not too bad. Yeah, obviously, I think it was crap. Uh, <laughs> and I'm crap at it. Guys, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, Posy Socks, uh, posyschools.com.au is where your new initiative is. Posy Socks, get on board. They yep. are awesome socks, a great way to start the day. Ned, we can't wait to hear about your next adventures. Thank you to you both for joining us today. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Time game happening next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. The Wednesday Arvo's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little and guys, New Zealand is the ultimate winter destination from mm. skiing to stargazing, heli hiking to thermal hot pools. New Zealand's got it all. Plan your trip at NewZealand.com. Where are you going? I'm going to go to Christchurch. Um, one, because one of my best friends, Soph, lives there. But two. Which I think everyone can go visit Soph. No, she's, uh, she is so easy to hang out, out with. Right. Like all Kiwis, she's just the best. Right? right. There is also a great mix of cultural experiences you can do there. Get get in amongst the, the Maori coach, culture and then go on a ski trip. What a Amazing. holiday. Amazing. How good. Is there anywhere else you'd rather go? No. No. Great. But right now, there's no place to rather be. Time, time, oh, rhyme. Banana, banana, for rhyme. Be rhyme, oh, mine. Time game. Carrie and Tommy's time game. Endorsed by Ned Brockman. <laughs> Not endorsed by Trent Cotton, but whatever. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. Glenny, you ready to play? Hang on, first. What? Sorry, oh, what, what? what are we at? Are, How are much you, are we up to? You still want to keep three hundred? Three hundred yep. buckaroonies, Glenn. Three hundred. Good stuff, Glenn. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Glenn. Are you um? Are you a fan of the time game? 
Yes, I am. Oh, well, you could have had a word to Koch before because he hated it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, are you ready to play, Gwen? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Start. Stop. Ooh, felt pretty good to me, Gwen. Hey, I've just been told, are you a Sydney Swans fan? Yes, I am. Yeah, no wonder you didn't care what Koch thought of it. I, you know, I get it. I get it. Um, Glenn, if you win, what would you do with the 300 bucks? Oh, well, to help pay for my specialist bill. Okay. Well, Let's we hope you, hope get it, you win. 6.63. Oh. Hopefully next week because then it'll be even more money, Glenn. Okay. I'll have to try again. Yeah, good on you, Glenn. Thank you. Ryan. Ryan, are you ready to play? Oh, Ooh, no, that's Stacy. 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 Yes. Stacker. We got her. Did you ever get yeah. Did you ever get Stacker? No. Yeah. Good time to start, I guess. <laughs> Hang on, just one second. I've just got to have a quick meeting with my Yeah, no, I agree. Is it it's just, a tricky, is it us? Yeah, I think it's us. Is it us? Yeah, it's us. Stacker, we're back with you. Um, are you ready to play? Yes. Start. Stop. I think you might have had a bit of a micro sleep in that one, Stacker. Felt a little on the long side. Had a fit of you? Yeah, electric. <laughs> Chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, how did Stacker go? <laughs> Five. Oh. Point seven eight. Oh. Yeah. Well, Stacker's just Chay, kicked out the moon. Are you there, Chay? G'day, Tommy and Carrie. How are you? Yeah. This is better. We've got better yeah. rapport. That's good. Yeah, it yep. is good. No, we don't. Going to pass you over to Jesse. You say stop at exactly five seconds. You ready? Ready. Start. Stop. Felt a little on the long side, Che. Do you think, Che, you've been listening. Do you think our lack Perhaps. of rapport today is um, is our fault or do you think it's just the last <laughs> few calls? Ooh, 50-50. I'm going to play it safe. <laughs> I think it might be us because how did Chase? That was all yeah, Chase. Was Chay, Six point five zero. Oh. Yeah, Chloe, good Chloe, kick. can you Hello. can you save the day? I oh, will find out. I don't care if you get the five seconds. Just give us some good chat, Chloe. Oh, right, a bit of pressure. <laughs> Already better. Already yes. better than yes. the rest, yes. Chloe. I've had to pull over on a dirt road so I didn't fall out of service again. Oh, we can't lose you, Chloe. You're the one person who can talk to us. <laughs> um, are you ready to win some money? Yes. Start. Stop. Ooh, that felt quite good to me, Chloe. How did it feel to you? Oh, yeah, counting on my fingers. Oh. Pretty safe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You've, yep, good. How did, uh, how did Chloe go? 4.62. Oh. Kicked out the moon door. Was that door. the moon door or the reception? No, no, that, that was, was definitely didn't us. Didn't you hear the fall? That was us in that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's you and me. <laughs> Let's go. Carrie and Tommy. Taylor Swift's latest one. It's called Antihero. It's Carrie and Tommy for you Wednesday, Arvo. Often when you donate money, you never know where it goes. Yep. If you've donated money to Carrie's Beanies for Brain Cancer before, um, the 20 million, including much more that we've had in incredible philanthropic donations and government donations, has gone to establish 
the Brain Cancer Centre. And the Brain Cancer Centre is this groundbreaking, innovative, collaborative space that is so incredibly exciting and will hopefully uh, lead uh, the charge in trying to find uh, treatments and cures and change the lives for people with brain cancer. And not only is it innovative, it's also got a stack of women working in it. Yeah. And on International Women's Day, I wanted to speak to the lab head for the Brain Cancer Centre, who I've just discovered also went to your school. Yes. Uh, Dr. Sarah Best, welcome. Hello. <laughs> How are you on this International Women's Day? Changing I'm lives. <laughs> <laughs> Had lots of meetings today with many fabulous women. So it's great. been great. Doctor, have you had many cupcakes? Because we have chatted a lot about the cupcakes um, going around the office here. Have you been subjected to a lot of cupcakes at these meetings? You know what? I have not had one cupcake today. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She's actually <laughs> changing lives. Yes. Probably doing proper work. I've been too busy to eat. <laughs> yes, <you have laughs> Sarah, um, the team you're leading there, the Brain Cancer Centre, is full of women. Is that rare in the research space? Is that a new phenomenon to have so many women working together? Look, it's a fantastic space to be in and I co-lead a lab with another fabulous woman, Saskia Freytag, and we are surrounded by amazing female mentors and leaders. And it is kind of different. Normally we'd have, um, there'd be a few women and mentors to look up to, but nothing that really fills a room. So this has just been fabulous. And more than half of the leaders of the Brain Cancer Centre are female, which is amazing. Sarah, STEM is traditionally very um, male-dominated. Do you think that is just historic? Yeah, I think I can definitely see that changing. Yeah, There are so many young women that are coming through the research labs as part of their undergraduate, which is just fantastic. And I think the challenge is keeping them in STEM, especially past those formative years where it's hard for every woman um, to, to stay in a really high-pressured environment. So really being able to support um, mid-career females is what we're called, um, is just amazing. And the Brain Cancer Centre has really it's gone such a long way for that. I remember when we were speaking to Misty Jenkins, who also works there within the Brain Cancer Centre, does incredible work before. And it was the first time I sort of understood um, research funding and how hard it is because often it's based on um, getting grants for the next year and the year after. But when you're a, a woman with a mortgage to pay and children, you need that continual funding. How You mentioned before trying to keep mid-age women uh, within the field. How hard is it to go off and have a family and come back and keep your spot um, in the research world? It's incredibly challenging because a big part of being a scientist is having a track record, which is like a really massive CV behind you. And we need to constantly prove that our track record is up to date. We're always doing the most amazing things. We're cutting edge. Everyone knows who we are. And so having those periods of time away from the lab bench and from science kind of eats away your track record. And so it's really important to have um, different programs that support um, mid-career female scientists, such as the Brain Cancer Centre with having ongoing um, support and funding. I'm also um, able to work at WEHI, which has additional fellowships to support mid-career women coming back from maternity leave. So I think there's really a lot going on in the sector to support women at that difficult career stage. I came and visited the um, centre the other day and hearing what's going on at the moment is so exciting Give us a tiny little little soundbite, a little nutshell of the most exciting thing that's happened in the last few weeks for you that you feel could be potentially a game changer for, for curing brain cancer. 
Oh, wow. There's been a lot going on, Carrie. <laughs> but something that's particularly exciting is that we got the opportunity to use this spatial transcriptomics technology and be some of the first researchers in Australia to analyse some glioblastoma samples with this technology. And Saskia and I have been working really hard on analysing the data and we can actually see every single cell in the tumour and find out what genes they're expressing. So we can un understand the communication that is going on between the cells and what they're saying to each other. And I think that this kind of analysis is just going to blow up how we understand the tumour and how we can look for different ways to treat it as well. You're amazing. Yeah, You're the you best. Are. You are. Dr. Sarah Best. You are, Sarah. <laughs> you are the best. Um, I, this question might sound weird and just stop me if it makes no sense. I, I was just thinking about it then. The school that we went to was about 70% male because every second oh. year, yeah, because we had another yeah. public school that was all female right next to oh. it. Um, and so every second year I would have co-ed classes and then all boys classes and the all boys classes, like the co-ed ones were so much better in terms of us learning. But I wondered from your point of view, Sarah, did you notice it like when, when you were there? That's a great question. You know, I've never really thought about it other than thinking it was really weird that there were lots of boys only classes and why would they do that? Mm. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I feel like I had such a fantastic education there and time there as well. I didn't really notice it as much. And maybe that's because I was always in co-ed classes and yeah. not um, in single sex classes. Well, it's yeah. good yeah, to see really both you and Tommy have gone on to really um, use that education and change the world. <laughs> taking the piss. Because... <laughs> Sarah, we love your work at the Brain Cancer Centre. Thank you so much. Um, and, yeah, thank you for everything you guys do. You're amazing. Thank you so much. And thanks, Carrie, for your leadership in the Brain Cancer Centre as well. It's just fantastic. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Yes, that is where you're at for your Wednesday afternoon, but it's not just any Wednesday. Older. International Women's Day. Because girls is players too. Carrie and Tommy bring you facts and figures. Because girls is players too. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about um, paychecks of the big stars and how mm. often you think, say, for example, um, in The Crown, the Queen, the lead, actress Claire Foy, you'd assume she'd get more than the Prince because her role is the bigger role. The whole yeah. series is about her. And no, she did not. Untrue. She found out and asked for a pay rise. It took three seasons. Here's a little fact for you mm. of the X-Files before Gillian Anderson was paid the same as David Duchovny. Really? Yes. Did she end up getting paid more? I don't, you don't ask Sorry, questions no questions back. about the facts That's of figures. That's all I've got for you. <laughs> yes. Yes. There was another one that absolutely blew my mind. Michelle Williams um, had to go and do reshoots for a film she was working on with Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. And she came back to do the reshoots and they said to her, look, we've got, I think, less than a thousand bucks for you to come and do these pickups. We didn't get them the first time. And she was like, no worries, not a problem. She found out after the fact that while she got less than a thousand dollars to come back and refilm some scenes from the movie, oh, no. Mark Wahlberg got paid $1.5 million for the reshoots. Did he have to do more reshoots? <laughs> That's the problem, see? I bet you she did more scenes and he still got paid the 1.5. Mm. Again, questions I don't have the answer to. But she does say when I look back on my life, it'll be the moment I'm most proud of. She said, I'm very shy, but I found my voice to stand up and speak out. Great. Yeah. Because, up next. Yes. I've got a little tip for you. Uh -oh. I know you like to travel the world. You're flying around doing your little comedy. <laughs> <laughs> doing a little jokes. And I just think this will help you in life. Okay. I reckon it won't by the sounds of that <laughs> one. Carrie and Tommy. Woo! 
Post Malone, Mark Morrison, and Sick Kick. That is Cooped Up, Return of the Mac. Mm. It's Carrie and Tommy if you drive home. What's your most favourite thing? And I say this specifically to you because um, you do like to fly at the pointy end of a plane. Mm. What is your... You and me both because you often get me upgraded. (laughs) But this is more about you because you like to Mm. um, enjoy your flights and all that your flights have to offer. Oh, I know. What? I already know what it is. What is it? Bailey's. I was going to say, what's your favourite thing to do when you're in business oh. class on your flight, wherever you're going? Smash 42 bottles of Bailey's. Not anymore, because Why? the business class rules have changed. Oh. And there's a new list of things people should be aware of if they fly business class often, like you. Okay. Um, when don't you drink. Me. Don't. Oh my God, you book your own flights where you fly even pointier than that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. The other day when we flew, that was I was in economy. That's the first time that's happened. And, and that you, and you that's booked happened. two business seats so you didn't have anyone next to you. I did. And then, let me, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you let me sit up there. <laughs> you're not meant to get drunk anymore. Apparently, getting drunk in when business were, class is officially uncool. The 70s, I reckon. <laughs> what do you mean? No, That's what a were... lot of people would do. No, no. If you get a chance because to go business class, I, people are going to try to get drunk. Don't get outraged. I get drunk. Yeah, but, but you're not allowed to anymore. But what do you mean you're not allowed to? Well, these are the new rules try and for stop business me. class. <laughs> so don't dress up. No more wearing your nice outfit to try and get upgraded. Apparently that's what really twenty are you years ago. About? You meant to wear things that are uncomfortable and in, what? <laughs> oh no, that was uncomfortable and impractical. You meant you meant to dress down now. Just look oh, cool, you know. I've got a hint for getting upgraded. This was great. Mm. I heard this from a mate. All you have to do is go to the airport with Carrie Bickmore. <laughs> Almost every time. <laughs> every time. You do you remember know the time I when the security the with all of my family? You did it once. You did it once. You did it once and I heard I heard you told Ollie, Ollie went, Why are we flying economy? Uh, and you said to Ollie not it's for true. a bit of publicity because now I can <laughs> oh I can God, talk about it for years to come. <laughs> like we always fly economy. <laughs> you were a private jet two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, apparently you're not meant to sleep with your wireless in ear headphones on anymore. Apparently it's not a good look and people, they fall out and then everyone mm. has to bring the buzzer and get the flight attendant to dig around in the side oh. of the seats and try and find their little earbuds. They're mm. done. They don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, so, so what's this list from? I don't know. I just found it. One of the producers found it and thought it'd be funny to bring to you. <laughs> Apparently, um, you're not. You can't get angry if your nuts are served in a packet. It's the weirdest list. I can't wait. It's Apparently, because of cutbacks. Business class, because that sounds like fun. Because of cutbacks, oh, you, go with you can't get nuts <laughs> out. Get bumped up. You're not meant to post a photo of your boarding pass anymore when you fly. Do you do that? No, I learnt the hard way not to do that. What's mm. the hard way mean? A bunch of people turned up at my destination. What? Yeah. Not the, not the type of people you want. Like stalkers? Like just people that don't usually sit near you on the plane. <laughs> oh, my God. And the last thing, which I know you love to do, but no longer, you just got to stop cleaning your feet with the hot towel. I refuse. <laughs> Is that what people do? Nobody does that. Apparently, apparently they do, and it's disgusting. Flight attendants have had enough of taking people's hot towel from them that's been used to wash their feet. People are animals. You know who's an animal? This guy. <laughs> that is me with a full glass of Bailey's. I see you've cropped that photo because what's about a metre to my right is Carrie Bickmore in the next <laughs> season. <laughs> Follow Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Now that the podcast's over, Carrie and Tommy have plenty of time to start planning their next holiday. This winter, could a New Zealand winter holiday be on the cards? From skiing to stargazing, heli hiking to thermal hot pools, New Zealand's got it all. Exhilaration, relaxation and more. Plan your trip at NewZealand.com. Bye.